Hey, hello there. Episode 163. We made a podcast. CJ, let's do a clean episode. No curse words. How about that? Sounds good. 163. Yeah, got got it right. Two times out of out of uh, 62. You know what I'm saying? We made a podcast, episode 163. We made a podcast.com. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a review if you feel like it. Um, we are definitely... Um, this is our 160. Wait, how many uploads do we have? I think 185, maybe. This is our 185th upload audition to be on a major sports network to cover football. And uh, let's not even play around. Let's get it started, C's. Let's do it. Let's do, it. Let's do this. Let's do this. C's are drinking that Fago out of a can. Um, it's a it's a it's a private selection. Yes, we definitely need that deal, guys. <laughs> 79 cents at uh, Food for Less, you know, saying, the, the private selection soda. Had to bag it yourself. That's a, that's the a bottom of the barrel soda right there. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to be serious. Anyway. Sorry, sorry. So, um, so this past weekend, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch – I'm going to watch these last two matches that are really important for the Champions League spots in EPL. There was two spots up, three and four, um, and five were in contention between Man U, Chelsea, and Leicester. And Man U was playing Leicester, we talked about it last week, and Chelsea was playing Wolves. And I was like, I'm so excited. I'm watching Leicester versus Man U, doing notes, you know what I'm saying? I was talking about both teams making mistakes. Um, uh, Lester had a few chances. Man, you had some chances. I put – actually, you know what? This is what I put in the first half, actually. I put man, – Man, you is so boring. <laughs> and I hate to see such a disconnect between the midfield and the forwards. And they play with no urgency. They play like they're just hoping for a goal. But then I also feel like a lot of EPL teams play like that. Wait, urgency but hoping for a goal? No, they play with no urgency. It, they're playing like they're just hoping to get a goal. Oh, not like they're not really, like they want a goal. Not like they're trying to score really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um so halftime zero zero. I went, you know what I'm saying, do some stuff, come back around the time for halftime. They went to the John Lewis funeral <laughs> and and I couldn't find the game anymore. <laughs> So I was like, well, and I was also behind a bit. So it was like, well, damn, like, you know what, whatever, dude. <laughs> so, you're already recording or whatever, so when yeah. you go, it's already going to be head in, you know where it is. R.I.P. John Lewis, you were a legend, sir. Of course, but, uh, but damn. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I couldn't find the game after that. And then I was like kind of over it. I was just like, well, I'm just going to go live to the Chelsea match. It was like in the 80-something minute. It was already 2-0. Yeah. Ended up, man, you went 1-2-0 against Leicester and Chelsea won 2-0 against Wolves. So, man, you and Chelsea rounded out the last two Champions League spots for EPL. Um, obviously, Liverpool won the league. Obviously, Man City was second. I was kind of shocked. When I was looking at the standings and like trying to get some information about the season, I was kind of shocked. Man City lost nine times this season. Oh, wow. That's kind of crazy. You yeah. know what? Yeah. I remember actually, you know what happened? I think, remember that stretch where they kind of lost a few a little bit and like they dropped some points. Like, I want to say a month before coronavirus hit, they dropped some points. I remember that. I don't even remember anything before coronavirus, but 
Um, I was kind of, I was like, I, I put, wow. I'm like, damn, you lost nine matches. That's a lot. Compared to last year. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but they scored the most goals. They scored 102 goals. Liverpool obviously gave up the least amount, 33. They scored 85. After that, no, no team scored more than like 69. I think Chelsea scored 69 goals. And then like, no, but no team scored 70 goals. It was just. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, it feels uh, weird, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of annoying. So, Man U and Chelsea in Champions League, Leicester and Tottenham are in Europa. Wolves can also end up in Europa, I think, if if Chelsea wins the FA Cup, which is August first, then I think Wolves get their Europa spot. Mm-hmm. If Arsenal wins, and Arsenal will be in Europa next season. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I don't know if we ever really gave Liverpool their props for winning the league. Um, you did. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't remember, but, I mean, who cares? We did. We, we, we talked about the winning Premier League. Yeah. John Henderson uh, won the PFA Player of the Year. Pep was saying that um, only Liverpool players always win it. So, he was like, yeah, we won the – he was like, we got 100 points, and a Liverpool player won, won uh, Player of the Year. That was John Henderson also. <laughs> I'm like, John Henderson, really? Yeah, I don't know. You know who's like, like honestly? He's you know, like the most boring Liverpool player about the whole whole team. I mean, I, I don't want to say that. I do think that he's like on the low, like really important for them. Yeah, but he's boring. He can be boring and important. Yeah, but he be doing some gangster stuff sometimes. I kind of like John Henderson on the low. I don't. Um, but the, the, a player, even though I, I don't think I should feel sorry for him, but, like, I kind of do. It's like, Firmino, I'm like, damn. Like, he's just getting forgotten, dude. Like, I, he, didn't, he didn't ball out with goals this year, though. Yeah, I think he only had, like, nine or ten. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you're not going to get no love for that. But, like, even if he had, like, 15, like, nobody even cares about Firmino, Firmino dude. dude. And also, the one year he went off, so the rest of his team. So, it's like, damn. It's like, Salah. Like, he went off last year, but the other guys went way more off. So, it's like. <laughs> like, you know what it is, too? Like, I feel like. Like, Mohamed Salah is, like, like Egypt has a huge population, and he's, like, kind of repping for, like, the whole Arab world. And, like, Mane, like, puts on for, like, all the Africans. But, like, Firmino kind of gets lost when it comes to Brazilians. <laughs> like, he's, like, probably the fourth, fifth on the Brazilian list that they care about. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm sorry. He won EPL, and then he won Champions League, and you're like – I still like Vinicius Jr. more. <laughs> like, like, for real, people might still still care about Coutinho more than Firmino. Oh, yeah. In Brazil, like, like he's – he and Firmino's dope. I like Firmino. He's dope no, he's to good. player. Very he's, good. He's dope to watch. But sometimes I'll be watching the Brazil team. I'm like, damn, when's uh, Jesus going – when's GG's coming in the game? <laughs> I don't think Firmino's game is really good for Brazil. No. It, 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 he. I think he he's kind of falls in line with, like, that, like, the Man City players do when they play for the national team, like that his style is unfortunately literally not the formation Brazil runs at all. Like that's not what Brazil runs. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Like we don't run that at all. So yeah, he's a great player, but I think that he plays in the style so much that when it comes to Brazil, like some, but he balls out sometimes. Like he had some moments in the Copa America. I remember that, but like, it's just like, it's adaptability. So it's not all the time. Yeah. He's not like a true yeah. forward. He's more of a false nine. No, no, no. He's great in his role, but that's not Brazil doesn't run a false nine really. No, most teams don't. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it was a good campaign. Um, oh, uh, really quick, City beat the dog crap out of uh, <laughs> Norwich. Like six or two or something like that. I think it was like five zero. 
Kevin De Bruyne had a really dope goal. I was like, "Geez, man, you're a yeah." Black. I, I know. I started talking about. He put like he, he put it behind his leg and like curled it in there. I was like, "You're black." Uh, <laughs> 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 growing that beard out. Uh, 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 um, the black delegation selects Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, this is gonna be so ridiculous, right? And now. the show already starts off. Yeah. CBS is like. <laughs> 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 couldn't couldn't his last name be a black first name? Brunier? No, De Brunier. De Brunier? I mean, I'm, it's funny because I'm thinking of like De Brickishaw, but so it's like <laughs> <laughs> it could. Only if the E was behind the N. No. De Brunier, like dog, I got a cousin, I got a cousin named Jamichael. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. fair. So, his last name could be a black first name. It could. I know DeAnthony, so. Thank you. <laughs> De Bru- De- his, actually, his, if you flip his name, he could. Like, literally no one has had this conversation ever, <laughs> let alone on the show. That's why these auditions fail, because here we go talking about De Brunier's name could be a black person's first name, dude. Like, here's why the auditions are Everybody's talking about fake tactics. We're talking about De Brunier being a black person. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. His if you flip his if you flip his name around, he could just be like some Jamaican dude, De Brunier Kevin, because because <laughs> Caribbean people always have first names. It would, it would. He could be Raheem's cousin. <laughs> he be Raheem Sterling's cousin. De Brunier Kevin is kind of a fresh name. Can we just put? Can we do for the episode? Just put he him. Could either like, be a, a Jamaican or he could be some random Costa Rican player, like. Oh, here's fullback for Costa Rica, De Bruyne, Kevin. He only speaks Spanish. That's not black enough. Can we put a picture of uh, him? Okay, tell that to Joe Campbell. Go ahead. Can we put a picture of him, like when he's like rocking a hat or something, like with some shades, like a chain? And then I got you. The episode De Bruyne, Kevin. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the research on that. Um, okay, but anyway. Yeah, City finished second. Um, nine losses. Big, kind of, kind of a. Um, Obviously, not a failure of a season, and and also, um, City still in Champions League with, with the lead, so they can still do some uh, damage when it comes to cups. They won the care. They won the EFL Cup. That doesn't really mean that much, obviously. Um, but you know, they 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 didn't finish the season with no silverware, mm-hmm. so um, it's not like a bad season for them. Also, Serie A Champions League race is going. Obviously. Um, Juventus sealed their ninth, excuse me, ninth in a row league title, Scudetto. Ninth? Yeah, nine in a row. Goddamn. Talk about Farmers League, huh? <laughs> it's about to be a decade, dude. Like, are you kidding me? I, it just reminds me of Tizzy. I'm like, dog, literally no one else wins. Come <laughs> on, dude. No one else wins your league, dude. It's been a long <laughs> time. The last time they won a league, uh, this dude, uh, Tiago Silva, was a baby face for real, for real, at, at, at Milan. Insane. Um, so, Taco was balling back then. <laughs> so um, Juve's on 80, 83 points right now. They can't be caught. But the next three spaces, which which I think Serie A has four Champions League spots, is Inter on 76 points, okay. Atalanta on 75, and Lazio on 75. Very tight with two matches left. Atalanta balling, man. Yeah. 
So Inter has two matches left. They're playing Napoli at home and then Atalanta away on the last match day. Uh, Atalanta's playing Parma next match. They, they should win that. Then they're playing Inter. Um, and then Lazio's playing Brescia next match. They should definitely win that. Then they're playing Napoli on the last day. So I feel like this is kind of set up for Atalanta to get that second spot. They're getting, getting, uh, getting Parma, which they should win, Parmesan. Then, then uh, getting Inter on the last match day at home. I'm like, damn, dog. You might could get a cracking. I think I think I thought they might pull it off. They might be uh, second spot. I mean, they do have my boy Duvan Esteban Zapata. Like that, that's a real one right there. He might, um, yeah. He might go off, honestly. So, uh, yeah, I think they could pull it off. I mean, that that's and that's a th- I think that's definitely one of our and there's definitely a dark horse team for Champions League. So you never know what they could they could put on some sauce on somebody any day on a given day. So, I mean, it'll be it'll be it'll be. Um, he he might he could do some damage against PSG potentially. He could, um, he could. He's not a super active center forward. He's a good he's good and he's strong. Um, and he can obviously shoot a good he, rock. But he's, he's not like got a, what is he like six two? He's he's got to weigh two bills. Like he's a big dude. Like, no, he's a big, big dude. He's a big dude. But um, he's not like super like active. No. But, um, but uh, he could definitely do some damage. Um, but I know that sometimes I think PSG has tendencies to kind of fall asleep a little bit back there. And he's one of them dudes that'll capitalize. For sure. Especially if Kim Kim is back there. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, e- but either way, um, shout out to Atalanta. They're in Champions League for sure. The next team after Lazio is like 60-something points. I think it's like uh, Roma or something like that. Uh, I have a question for you. What's up? How many goals do you think um, Zapata has this year? In, 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 in Serie A. In Serie A? 17. Close, 18. Not bad a year. Yeah. Cause I was because I was looking at um I mean not not like recently, but when I was because I thought to score like 95 goals or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's back to back good years they had goals wise. Yeah. Last year he had like 23 goals. He's he's been good. He's balling. Yeah. Um, but like I thought it doesn't have like a clear cut goal scorer. Like there's like there there's people like close to each other. They still have um uh Argentinian dude, right? Yeah, Papu Gomez. Guys, problems any day of the week for anybody. He's ridiculous. Little baller. I think they still. I think they got Luis Muriel too. Oh my god, damn! Was it this roster? Little dude running around. Um, <laughs> that dude Ilicic, uh scored like a hat trick against Valencia. That's literally one of my. That, yeah, they, yeah, they do have Ilicic. Yeah, Ilicic the baller too. Yeah, he's he was he was the killing Valencia. <laughs> I don't see Papu, but. Oh, here he is. Yeah, yeah. No, they do have Muriel. Damn, they have a team. Yeah. I mean, that's they like – the young guy, that um, young guy from Juve that uh, – no, I'm sorry. They're the young uh, Milan dude, Pasolich or whatever, the Mithlis baller too. They have some good players. Yeah. I mean, they 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 put they beat the brakes out of Valencia. So, I mean, they're not bad. But let's actually get – well, because this will have something to do with um, Atalanta as well. Let's get into what happened – with PSG on Saturday, the 24th, today being the 27th, Monday. Um, PSG played the French Cup final against Saint-Étienne. Pretty momentous match. I, I watched it. Um, 
I was, I like I didn't know the result before I started watching it, but I knew something happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, don't want to. I'm not going to go through everything, but to keep it all the way real, in the first half, San Etienne had some great chances. Like they were kind of, um, they were they were they were getting some chances off on PSG. Uh, Neymar sco- scored in the 14th minute. It was a rebound. I, th- I think like somebody from Sanitian lost the ball, or, like Mbappe stole the ball or something like that. Um, shot it. The, the, it was saved by Sanitian goalie. And then Neymar put it in. Um, what's his name? Uh, Tilo Kara got got uh, hurt too. In the twenty second minute, I put like I don't think Icardi's touched the ball yet. Um, like this dude is still like it's just really weird watching Icardi. I'm like you really can't do anything else. Like you really just like stand around kind of and just like wait for a, a ball to come your way. That's his only goal. Yeah. That's all he lives for, literally. Just like he's the most ball receiver of all time. <laughs> yeah, and, and rarely receives it. Okay. So, so let's get into the thing that – the big thing that happened. So 26th minute – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it how it went. 26th minute, yellow card foul on Mbappe by Perrin. It was a hard foul, and there's, like, a big kind of fight after. I'm looking at Mbappe. Um, he's hurt. Like, they show the replay. The dude definitely got um, – dude got his ankle No, on his um, – I'm sorry? It was like his knee got under, like, Mbappe's ankle. It was crazy. No, I'm saying, like, he his, his uh, trailing leg got Mbappe's ankle and, and twisted it. Um. The dude, like when Mbappe's on the ground, the dude uh, Perrin definitely felt bad. He's the captain of San Etienne, and from what I'm hearing, he's got this was his last match for San Etienne. He's going to retire. Um, he felt really bad. Um, the the fight that was going on happened for a while. <laughs> the, like yeah. the referee gave out so many yellow cards, I couldn't even keep track. But then he ends up going back because he gave Perrin initially a yellow card. Then he went back and gave him a red card. Is the VR right? Yeah, and then he, he went back and gave Perrin a red card. Um, Mbappe was coming off the pinch. He was walking, but he was crying hard. Um, the dude, Perrin, was, like, really, like, almost on the verge of tears. He felt really bad. I, I'm assuming both because he got a red card in what may be his last match and also for injuring Mbappe, and he definitely didn't mean to. Um, he was going for the ball. Like, he, he it just, it just you know, he caught a bad one, basically. Um. The match, I, I I didn't really end up watching the rest of the entire match, but I watched a lot of it. Uh, there was some hard fouls going on after that. Um, yeah. You could I could see like Neymar was like trying to foul people, but like he just couldn't catch them, kind of. <laughs> uh, in the 80th minute, Mbappe came back out um, on crutches and a boot on his ankle. So anyway, PSG won the match. They won the French Cup 1-0 against Saint Etienne. Skin of their teeth, honestly. Saint Etienne had some great chances. Um, <laughs> To, to, to be fair, also, um, the one thing you didn't know also about the whole situation was that our boy did get a yellow card, Varadi on the bench. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, tradition. He kept his tradition of even when he's not in the game, he's got a card anyways. And the best thing is he was like, what I do? I'm like, come on, dog. Like, yeah, actually. You're, actually, here. you're going to get a yellow card, you're here. I'm sorry, man. He actually wrote that down, my friend said. Um <laughs> So, yeah, PSG won the match, um, but now they're saying that Mbappe had an ankle sprain, bad sprain, that, that he's going to be out for three weeks. 
Now, off top, definitely he's going to be out more than three weeks. <laughs> You're gonzo. I looked at the injury five times, been there, done that so many times. Actually, did that three years ago. You're not coming back in three weeks, buddy. I'll tell you, your swelling might be down, but you are not walking. Honestly, he might be in a boot still in three weeks. That joint is that, – that's a rough one. It's going to be a while. Like, what is it that we're in July? July 27th. We're not going to see him until, like, October, dog. It's going to be a minute, dude. I'm sorry. Like, that one, that's going to suck. Yeah, because it's a, it's a high ankle sprain, and a high ankle sprain, you're not coming back that fast. Dude. No, it takes forever. Even when you even when you get the boot off, it feels so goofy for a while, and you have no confidence in your body. It just takes so long. It's yeah. six months easily. Like it's six to five months easily. He's just gonna be trying to work back. He's an athlete. Probably come back a little sooner, but I don't think we'll see like the Mbappe of now. It'll be a while. It'll be like into winter. Winter we'll see like a better Mbappe probably. Yeah, there's gonna well, be a minute, dog. Atalanta game is on the twelfth of August. Um, that's in about two weeks. Yeah. If they win that match, um, I think the next game would be, dang, um, like only a few days after that, like the 15th or something like that. Um, let me let me double check because I think, I think the, the matches after that would be like just a few days after. Yeah. Um, let me double check, though. For a Champions League? Yeah. It's... The games are going to be the 7th, and then after that, they're going to jump into the 12th and then the 18th. So the 18th is the semifinals that they advance. They're going to be playing on the 18th of August. So literally, they're going to be playing 10 days after. Six, six days after. Well, yeah, yeah, six days after the second leg. Yeah, yeah, like, damn. Well, they don't have second leg, so it's just one match. Oh, yeah, one you're right, you're right, because they just play on the 12th. Yeah, so it's a one-off against Axel. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, dude. And then, uh, and then uh, so, yeah, he's definitely not playing that match. He's not playing, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, he won't I, be I would the, love to see him play, but. Yeah, he's not going to be in the semifinal. And um, um, so, basically, they're saying that if they made it to the final, which would be on August 23rd, that he should be fit, and he will definitely not. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and blame you for this. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to blame you for this. Okay. The day we're kind of talking about who's going to win Champions League, and you kind of were like, oh, I can see, like, PSG doing pretty well. You kind of jinxed him, dog. You kind of jinxed him. You kind of jinxed him. Because all of a sudden he gets a, a high ankle sprain. He's done so. <laughs> this, this, this is sponsored by Health Aid Kombucha. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, you kind of jinxed him, dog. Caesar, really? I, I thought you were going to have something good. Is I, I really haven't think. I just wanted to blame you a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they still have a chance. Now, what I was thinking when they were like, oh, Kavani, I mean, they were saying he's going to be out three weeks. I'm like, they need to call Kavani. time, baby. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Call you know, you know they got to put that signal up. And the bat signal. He's going to it's the signal where he's like this. <laughs> he's going to come right in. El Matador is going to have to come through, dog. He might have to sign it. He might have to sign a three-week extension real quick. <laughs> because you know why? Like, okay, because, like, obviously they're, they're playing this 4-2-4. So so who they would who they're starting is up top, Neymar, Icardi, Mbappe, and Di Maria. Yeah. Um against Atalanta, Di Maria is suspended. Oh. Yes. So they're already without Di Maria and Mbappe. So the other like attacking players really is like Sarabia, Chupomoting, maybe um 
uh, Draxler. Oh, but like Draxler's been playing in the midfield for so long, really. Like, I don't know. Jack's attack on the right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even think Tuchel wants to even. I would just put Sarabi on the right and then put Drax up there. Well, here's the thing. Against BVB in the second leg, PSG came out in a 4-4-2 with Cavani and Sarabia up top. That's kind of fresh. Yeah. Uh, with Neymar, too. So, you know, obviously Neymar floats and Sarabia's Yeah, already- he's like a floating kind of in a diamond, right? Just like but, floating around. Yeah. But those were like their forwards. And then Mbappe came on later. Um so I mean, there's still options. There's still options. Yes, but I'm gonna keep it real. Like, without Di Maria and Mbappe, like just when you're looking at Sarabia, Chupomoteng with uh, Neymar and Icardi, like, ooh, I'm be real bad. Like, you know, I, I I like PSG. I like their jerseys. They're they're really nice. The new ones are coming up. Very nice. But this ain't the Champions League to be fumbling, dog. Well, it's just like uh, – Especially if Real Madrid advances past Man City. Or or even Man City. Man City is a, is a problem. Man City or even, Bar- even a Barcelona. I don't know, dog. You know, it's rough. It's just – honestly, like – Are going to win a, a, a trophy with Sarabia up there? Like, wait, man. Dog, I was watching um, – when I was watching – I watched a few of the friendlies, PSG friendlies. Chupo Moting is slow, dude. Like, he's he slow kind of. Icardi, yeah, no, it's not kind of. He's, he's slow. Yeah, like he's slow. Like Icardi's also like like these guys aren't dynamic at all. I think that's like if you're not gonna have dynamic players if, if up top, then you gotta have that. It has to be Cavani then, because that's like at least your guy that can like do more than the rest of those slow guys can. Like yeah, he, he runs. does things on on all ends. He'll he'll run. He'll go hard. You you really like need him more than ever right now. Like this is it might be the the fate did this. I'm just like, dude, I, I like Yes, he just can't catch a break, dog. It's crazy. So every year there's one thing that hits them literally in quarterfinals. Quarterfinal that comes around and PSG just has something goofy happen. Watch watch, watch Neymar get hurt in training. Um but like because it's funny because I remember against so so I mean I don't think anybody what if Neymar gets coronavirus? I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna catch this, but if anybody has been listening, if you remember when PSG played Man U, you might have remembered the episode. It was called Player Position. We we're mm. clowning to shell about him being a fake genius. But I, but in that match, we were saying because Cavani was hurt, and I think Neymar was hurt too. Okay. Um, we were and then Tuchel started Mbappe like in, at the as like a center forward in the four three three. Yeah, and I remember saying like, "Dog, like, just put Chupo Moting there and let Mbappe be on the like be where he's most comfortable." Yeah, no, for I agree with that. And because Chupo Moting is 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 serviceable as a center forward in that format, like especially when you got Mbappe, like you're you're serviceable. No, for but, sure. But in this like four two four formation, putting Chupo Moting and Sarabia, like I don't know, and even Draxler, like, Draxler hasn't been really playing like that for real. Yeah. Now. Tuchel could change the formation and just kind of go like four three three maybe and put kind of Neymar out try to put like Neymar on the left wing kind of I don't know or just do like a four four two and just have like Icardi and Sarabia instead of how he did with uh, Cavani and Sarabia I think that'll probably end up happening but um, missing Mbappe is like I, I think even that's more impactful than losing Neymar because. 
Mbappe really stretches the defenses and like he's just a problem, dude. Like you gotta he can you know, he can use both feet, he's crossing, he's he's a, he's a definition of a game breaker. He he really does like <clears throat> no matter how the game is going, he's just one of those guys at any moment. What was that one game he just came off the bench? He just like dropped like almost five goals. Like he's it's it can just it can just go down any time with him. And without him on that team, unlike Real Madrid, which has so much depth, like PSG, there's nobody else on that that does that. Nobody, nobody does that. Yeah, no, the, and, and and I mean most most play, most teams don't have a player like that. No, no, of course, but like. Especially, I feel like everybody else that's on that roster for for PSG is literally the opposite of him. It's like a lot of just like methodical, slower center forwards, kind of like just like tweener players, like Sarabia, like not really like that dude for that. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. PSG didn't even have like a really young like winger that was just like you know like some young kid that's like coming up. Nothing. There's nothing really there right now. No, so I mean, I, I I'm not saying that they can't win without him. I think they could yeah. still win the match, obviously, but um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's a big blow, and like I wouldn't be surprised if they called Cavani and was like, yeah, we we sorry, we know we screwed you over before, uh, but we need you now. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and maybe come, on, come out the farm. I know you're playing soccer at the farm, but we need you. We need and, you. And, and maybe it's not even that they need him to start necessarily, but just like we need like depth, like we need like yeah. we need another player kind of thing. Um yeah. and he's definitely just a different player. I mean, I remember that with with the BVB tie, like Tuchel like had to start Cavani. Like Cavani had been playing, he would have been playing well, scoring goals, and Icardi yeah. was just like being his real just like slow self. And Tuchel was like forced to start Cavani and I don't even think he was wanting to back then yeah but um Cavani was just showing that he's like so more so much more dynamic than Icardi so I don't know it it I don't think they're gonna call him like I think them dudes at PSG got a lot of pride but um it'd be smart (laughs) on the low and definitely um definitely Mbappe's gonna be out longer than um Three, three weeks. weeks. <laughs> like, sorry, dude. Like, I, I saw the injury. I was like, man, that's not three weeks, dog. I'm sorry, man. I wish it was. You don't come out in a boot for three weeks. No, man. Not like that. Especially, like, the guy's, like, knee, like, rested on his high ankle. Dog, it's going to be a while, man. That's bad. That's a really bad one. People always kind of forget to think just the term ankle sprain sounds so lightly, but those are really damaging. Uh, like, and high, take you off a while. A high ankle sprain. I remember a long time ago, it was like the Nuggets when like Carmelo had like a high ankle sprain. I'm like, oh, it's four weeks. He was gone for five months. <laughs> like it took forever. It was not. It was not quick. <laughs> high ankle sprain, like in the NFL, that's like a big deal. <laughs> oh yeah, that that that'll rock you. Yeah, it's not rolled. about the swelling going down. It's about the confidence afterwards to get mobility. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And he's and he's a he's a uh, what do they call him? Um, in soccer, they call him. Um, a pace, uh, what do you call it? They be they be using some term like the British people, like a I forgot. But he's he's just like a speed demon kind of player. Like yeah, he he needs that. He he's the guy who relies on that more than anybody's to be fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're, we're gonna do be doing something special, hopefully for the Champions League, and um, 
we'll talk more about Champions League probably next week. Um, mm. But we're going to be trying to recap the matches as they happen. Hopefully, if I can use C- Caesar's CBS All Access uh, pat- like login. But oh. we're hoping is that we're on the CBS All Access presenting the matches to you because that would be ideal. Uh, it would be nice for us to be on CBS All Access. I want to be slotted right next to CSI Miami. And then to our left, I want to I want to see Julie from Big Brother. But you'll see we made it right there or, or the whatever CBS Champions League recap show. Just me and Bam right there. And I'll have my boy Lula chilling with me right here. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. But we'll see what happens, honestly. We'll see what happens. I mean, I know that not looking promising, but we'll you never know. You never know. CBS All Access is showing the NWSL. I haven't like listened to a broadcast or anything like that. How many channels has NWSL have been on in the last six years? Lord help me. <laughs> Probably the same amount of Champions League. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a bar. You're right. Yeah. So I haven't been like seeing what's going on. There. I haven't watched it. So like I don't know if they already got analysts there. Yeah. But like. If they don't, like, yo, there's literally nobody better than me and Caesar speaking English doing analysis. English, like, definitely no one's, no one's better than us. English, no one's better. No, there's some good dudes out there. They're pretty dope. They're cool. They know a lot. They've been around the sport a lot. They can pronounce stuff. <laughs> but as w- when it comes to actually watching the matches, nobody's more fire. Nobody. There's literally not a soul. No, there's not. Um, but anyway... Your boy, Tony Cruz, the German legend, was talking about the situation that Real Madrid with Gareth Bale. Um, He had some things to say, nothing too critical, but he said that, let me scroll. They always write these things so weird. Um, All right. He said that the situation at Real Madrid for Gareth Bale is unsatisfying for everyone. And he suggested that Bale is still mad that he wasn't able to transfer last summer. Um, As you remember last summer, it seemed like he was out of there. It seemed like he might've been going to a team in China for a lot of bread, but I don't really know. Like I, I, I feel like they're kind of like being mean to Real Madrid because they always talk about like it being a big transfer like his contract, but from what I know, which may or may not be true, the Chinese teams don't pay transfer fees. Now, I never saw any number when they're talking about a transfer. So it seems like that Chinese team wanted to get him with for without a transfer fee, and Real Madrid is never going to do that. Yeah, like for real. So, but but I don't know if that's the case or not. But it doesn't seem like there was a transfer fee negotiated. Because I've read that Chinese teams do not pay transfer fees, but I, don't I remember know. I remember reading that multiple times throughout that controversy that the reason Real Madrid didn't really want to go because they're like, why would we let him go for no value? Yeah, like that, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like I, you want to leave and you've been an asshole about it, but also we kind of paid a lot for you, so why would we just let you go for free? Yeah, no team would do that. And also, from what we, I mean, we were saying this before. I don't want to get back onto all of that yet, but like. Mm. Also, th- th- is that the only team that wants you? <laughs> that and like some some BS about Hotspurs, right? Well, I never the Tottenham thing wasn't even like real, honestly. Yeah. But um, 
So obviously, I mean, we didn't even talk about this because I thought it was like kind of useless to talk about. People were talking about how he was acting on the bench in the last few games. I yeah, honestly uh, didn't care about that. Um, um, but Tony Cruz also said that there's no getting around this, that the situation is unsatisfying for everyone. He certainly wasn't brought in to play as little as he does now. Um, he said, I believe that he wanted to leave last summer in principle and that the club signaled, signaled a yes at first, um, but then didn't let him basically. He said, I don't know if he's still, still mad about that. It's a difficult subject. But um, he did also say it, the, it's certainly the situation it means is not as extreme as it's made out to be. Everything is okay in the team. I've known him for six years, and we won some pretty big things together. Um, okay. But I think the biggest thing about it is that, like, it means a lot that no team, like, in England or, damn, Italy or Germany. Nobody. Yo, we need Gareth Bale. Like, now, I got – We're good, fam. (laughs) Like, literally, Tottenham got Lucas Mora over there, and they're like, nah, we don't need Gareth Bale. Like, really? Gareth Bale? Mm. <laughs> um, now, here, I have an idea of a team that he should go to. Drop it. This team is in EPL. They were, they were, they, this is a legendary team. They got a, a lot of supporters. A big club in a lot of ways. It's a legendary club you're saying, a legendary one. Yes. A big club in a lot of ways. They were, they were, it was a big deal that they stayed up this year. They almost didn't, but they stayed up. Aston Villa. <laughs> Aston Villa. I mean, why would I not think Gareth Bale's Aston Villa material? I mean, Aston Villa's legendary club on the low. I mean, okay, first of all, you got to really just – the legendary? They're just – they got a lot of supporters, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know Aston Villa's history. They got a big. I, I, I wouldn't say they're legendary. I don't know about their history, but I wouldn't say they're legendary. They got a lot of supporters. Okay, yeah. Well, a lot of people be cheering for teams down there, out there, <laughs> but um, outside the pond. But um, I was hoping you thought you were gonna say something like West Ham burglar or something like that. No, I can see uh-uh. on West Ham. I mean, they they got they got oh, they got they they ended up getting our, our boy from Ukraine. So I was like, why can't Gareth Bale be there too? No, nah, the only reason is like West Ham is cool, but I don't think like I mean, this is gonna sound weird, but like I don't feel like getting a Gareth Bale really fits in with like West Ham's project, really. Like project, uh, yeah. Like I don't think that's what West Ham's really trying to do. But like a Aston Villa who like just got into Premier League this year for like they haven't been in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a team with like a lot of supporters, mm-hmm. and they like stayed up by the skin of their teeth this season. Mm-hmm. I think that's a team like Gareth Bale should like go there, dude. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Because at like Villa, they're they're in um, Birmingham. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, Birmingham is their like like the team, the Birmingham FC or whatever is like their big rival. Like that's their derby. Yeah, but like Villa has like way more. Like they're they're the big team in Birmingham, just like Liverpool is the big team in Liverpool. Although Everton is there, you know what I'm saying? Just like Man U is the big city, a big team in Manchester, but City's there. So like, it, it's it's one of those clubs. that's like, yeah, like they haven't had the most success recently, but like 
you know, that's they stayed up. They're celebrating. Get Gareth Bale, dude. This is this is my this is my one. This is what I have. Let's go. You have them going there. I think we just why will we not assume that we wouldn't see Gareth Bale in a Leeds United jersey? Oh, stop it, Caesar. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're being funny. Stop it, dude. Although they're also legendary. Also legendary. They've also had the legend Eddie Johnson who rejected the show and I hate him. Like, I mean, they got promoted. It's kind of his neck of the woods. Uh, Caesar, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you said Aston Villa and I got to stop it? As if yours is like anywhere better just because it's Man, we're both we're both reaching here. He's probably just gonna end up playing in Colombia for the fake Barcelona team. I don't even care. He's gonna gonna end up playing uh, in the CPL, playing for Ottawa Fury, who are now deceased as a team. Like, I don't care, man. Caesar, Caesar. First of all, that Barcelona, that fake Barcelona, is Ecuador. Thank you. Two, you said his neck of the woods. That's why I said stop. He's from Wales. Show some respect. Uh, <laughs> like, like, when the hell am I gonna see uh, uh, Gareth Bale walking through Birmingham? Are you kidding me? What's the, oh, uh, their big rivals, Birmingham FC. Yeah, they're a legendary club, uh, Aston Villa. Like, God, no, like, stop it. Legendary club. This is the last is, time Aston Villa won freaking Champions League. This is this is the worst than uh, De Bruyne and Kevin talk. Um, these, these dudes are seventeenth. <laughs> Me okay, right now. okay, give me another one other than Leeds. Like 17th a, in the league? Caesar, Caesar, give me another one other than Leeds. Another one on Leeds? Okay. Mm, I mean, I wish Swansea got promoted. I'd say he's going to go there. They, 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 they could still. I mean, they're sixth right now, right? No, no, because they're in the playoff for the championship. I mean, if they promote, I can see them going there if they get promoted. They're in the playoff in the championship, and they won their first leg. You know who scored the goal? Wilfred Boney? Andre Ayu. Oh, he's still playing soccer. Don't That's sleep. your boy. Don't sleep, CBS. Don't, Don't sleep on Ayu. Don't Straight sleep. out of uh, Yorent, right, Lauren? Caesar, D- CBS, don't sleep. We just randomly brought up Swansea, and I know these facts. You do, and, and you do rock with Swansea heavy, though, forever. I used to have a Swansea shirt. I don't know what happened to it. Swansea, that was a cool team. Um... Yeah, honestly, like, I I still think like a West Ham. West Ham's sixteenth, and they're above West Ham. Okay, West Ham and Aston Villa got the same jersey colors, and they're three points apart from each other. One is this sixteenth and seventeenth. That's literally the team that's talking about Gareth Bale could end up. That's what we're assuming right now. That's how rough it is for this guy. Well, well, okay. I don't like. I just don't see the West Ham. Like, I, I can't see West Ham. I don't know what West Ham's project is, but it must be the same project as Aston Villa. Because one sixteenth and one seventeenth in the league. Caesar, Caesar, we're trying to have an intellectual soccer conversation here. No, we're not. Because you said he might end up in Birmingham at Aston Villa, a legendary club whose rivals Birmingham FC. What a God's earth league they play in uh, Division Seven. Who plays it? I never heard of a Birmingham FC player in my life. Is that from Alabama? What are these guys? 
Who the hell, Birmingham? Caesar, Caesar, dog. Come on, man. We're auditioning, dude. No, we're not. You at the beginning of the show, they ruined it for us. You know that. You know what you said. Caesar, Caesar, first of all. The Brunier could be a black American's name. Caesar. Oh, yeah, Birmingham FC does a team. Uh, 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 Breck Shea. Yeah, the reject team. That seems garbage. Dude. Yeah, Breck Shea used to play for them. So trash. Okay, but Caesar. Okay, can we can we get like back to a sophisticated soccer talk, please? Yeah, they're almost about to get relegated again. But oh then. God, Caesar. West Ham, I don't think is about getting big names. I think they're trying to get like dudes like um, what's his name? The the one that came from Lazio, the Brazilian guy. Um, oh, uh, 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 I know you're talking about the Brazilian. Yeah, yeah I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, Felipe, Felipe Anderson. Anderson. Some, some t- dudes that are like Felipe. They signed Chicharito before. I, I don't know why you think they wouldn't get a name. Okay, Caesar. Chicharito's you... worse than Gareth Bale right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we just talk, Caesar? I think that. What are you over there drinking, dude? <laughs> Nothing. I'm learning that. Okay. Yo, um... <laughs> that's got caught. Okay. I, I think West Ham is more about getting players like that, like Felipe Anderson, Yarmolenko, like, like Chicharito was like kind of like a, like someone who's got skills, obviously, but not trying to get like a big name like that. Like, they, you know, they have like Carlos Sanchez, like somebody who's like good, but like they're really not trying to, you know, they're not trying to like splash like 50 million on somebody like that. Now, granted, West Ham might have more money than Aston Villa, maybe, but I don't know about, huh? I think they have a lot more money than them. I, I, I don't necessarily know about that. I don't necessarily know about that. <laughs> but, but, like, Aston Villa, I think Aston Villa can afford a Gareth Bale. Like, I think they could splash, just do, do the splash. You know what I'm saying? I think they could do that. And I think that would be a good fit for him. Because a team like Aston Villa, like, they got some good players. And, like, Ooh. that that could they got Enrol Ghazi. They got um, – huh? They got Anwar Anwar El Ghazi. They got the a baller. Um, what's his name? Uh, is it Dr- Jack Grealish? Right. Yeah, he's good. I've um, never seen. I haven't seen a little game in years. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be real with you. I'm actually gonna make it my final answer. I'm gonna go West Ham Burglars. I'm going West Ham. I'm going with the West Ham Gills. That's what I'm going with. I'm looking at this roster. This looks like a roster. He had Jack Will Broken Shires on the team. Why wouldn't Gareth Bale be there? They got Jack Wilshire there. They have something about they got some fucking project going on. They got Angelo Bun of the reject Italian player. They got, they got a bunch of rejects on here. Why not? They got some rejects. They got Michael fake 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 uh fake British Antonio on there. They got uh this dude, I don't know where he's from. They got Mark Noble. Yeah, he could be on here. You know what I'm saying? Oh God! They got Lanzini with the broken, uh, the broken uh, kneecap. He could be there too. Yeah, I, I got West Ham burglars. I got that. That's my bet. Why are you sabotaging us? I'm not. Just because you, I picked the opposite of you. I got West Ham burglars. <laughs> not the opposite. Yeah. Tell me what city West Ham plays in. I don't give a damn. That's what city he plays in. Gareth Bale certainly isn't from Birmingham, so it doesn't even matter. Wait, dude, just ask London. They're from London. Yeah, you looked it up, dog. You're looking. No, at they're the... from London. No, 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 I know. They're from London. These are you looking at the ro- you're looking at the roster. You no, just... I'm looking at you. You just scrolled up, dude. 
<laughs> anyway, I don't know what's wrong with you, but um, <laughs> they're from Stratford, United Kingdom. Everybody knows this. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you, but um, I definitely think um, Aston Villa could be a nice uh, place for Gareth Bale to go. You think West Ham? Yeah, um, I'm sorry. You just for the before the, before we this show's already been butchered. But listen to me. By you. Why do you feel like your point is so much more stronger than mine when your club is literally below the one I pitched, has less money than the one I pitched, and is on some and you think they're on some super dope secret project that they can't get Gareth Bale? I don't know what you're talking about. Both of them suck. Both one has David Moyes, the coach's garbo too. I don't know what what why my team is so wild to you. Do tell me. Are you on uppers, first of all? Are you you need some uppers because you're tripping too? Go ahead. Now I'm gonna answer this question. Yeah. As I said, as an analyst, I don't think that that's what yeah. West I don't think that's what West Ham's project is to be bringing in someone like Gareth Bale. I think West Ham's model for success, which their success is just not getting relegated, basically. Just like um, Aston Villa. Huh? Just like Aston Villa. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that they're trying to get players that's like middle-tier players that can keep them in EPL. Aston Villa, like, it was looking bad for them staying up in EPL this season. But like they were, they were, they grinded it out at the end. They grounded out at the end and stayed up. Pepe Reina over there being the goalie for their last match. I think that what would inspire them more, even though I don't, even though I think Gareth Bale was a bad player, but I think it would be like aspirational for them as a club. And I think it would kind of inspire Gareth Bale to go to this club that's like has it, – it, it, it has like – it has a name in England. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Cause you really I looked this up. Yes. West Ham is valued at $400 million. Astonville is worth 175 So I'm just telling you right now, they got monies. Thank you. Um, transfer market value, appreciate it. Now, I think that that no, the like, team value, but go ahead. The the number the number doesn't really matter as much because have you seen West Ham get out here and get big name players? No, like they don't really get players like that. Like I don't know how much they spend on Felipe Anderson, but like that's like even I, even with Felipe, like that's not gonna get them like some crazy success. I don't think that they want to get someone like Gareth Bale, but I can see Aston Villa doing it. Okay. Right. Caesar, okay, what would you do if he – well, I'm going to put these rumors out here. How do I get into this rumor mill? Get Bale to Aston Villa. I, I, I'm going to put West Ham rumors. Go ahead. Nobody would believe that. Are you kidding? It's happened before. Aston Villa got more fans than Tottenham. You think so? Probably. Probably got more than Chelsea. <laughs> I don't know when you became this big old Aston Villa fan, but all right, go ahead, man. You've been reading up on some Aston Villa, I guess, but go ahead, go off. Okay, before we talk about um, what Everton players had to say about having a gay player, um, let me just give a big shout-out to your boy. Um, the, the, the dude, I mean, 
I, I'll never understand why Barcelona got Malcolm. I'll never understand it. But oh, weird. He, he did go over there to Zenit St. St. Petersburg and face racism his first day. But they the won crowd. the league. They won the league, and he was out there celebrating with his teammates. Um, so shout out to Malcolm for getting that uh, championship. I feel like that's his first. Uh, well, no, I think he got a trophy with Barcelona. But. Shout out Malcolm X. He was doing his thing, though. Yeah, I don't really know. I didn't really look up his stats for Zenit. I feel like I should. I forgot about him. Uh, you you remembered more than me. Oh, Caesar, best believe. Um, I just happened – like, they just showed uh, Zenit winning the league. And I was like, oh, damn, there's Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> he – damn, 12 appearances like that. Um, God. Guess he wasn't balling, I guess. Oh, Malcolm is only twenty-three, dude. That they're the most pointless Bart. They literally got him when they had Dembele, and I was like, "This is the most weird." I'm just so done with Barcelona. That's the weirdest moves ever. So weird, yo. He used to be doing his thing on a Bordeaux, though. I remember I was saying he wasn't that good, and you were like, "No, nah, no, nah, he's good." I'm like, "Nah, no, nah. he just scores like really long left-footed goals, dog." <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't like him because he's Brazilian. But go ahead. <laughs> Not true. He's never been capped. He should go play for Russia. <laughs> Ooh. He's too dark, though. Ru- Russia does have that Brazilian dude, though. What's his name? Marlos? Or is he on Ukraine? No, he's not. He's on Russia. He's on Ukraine. Are you sure? Yeah, Marlos plays for um, the Ukrainian team. Uh, no, no, Russia has some Brazilian dude. Yeah, they have the fullback who plays for CSK Moscow. Uh, Fernandez. That's he's like, Mar- Mario Fernandez? Yeah, Mario Fernandez. That, that, that's it, right? Yeah. yeah but Marlos, Marlos plays for the Ukrainian national team. Who you're talking about? Okay. Marlos is that little super neck-tatted dude who plays for um, uh, what are they called? Uh, what's that thing called? Shakhtar. I'm mad that I remember Mario Fernandez. I'm I, don't, I don't even care to remember Mario Fernandez. I'm so upset you brought up Marlos from Shakhtar. When in God's earth have you ever watched a, a Marlos play for Shakhtar, let alone bringing him up? I don't know. but He's um, Nordeschi, though, so I love him. The, your boy, well, the, the Mario Fernandez is Sudeschi. <laughs> really the dude really plays for, for Ukraine, though. Damn, what a sellout. Damn, Mario Fernandez really got a cap for Brazil, too. Yeah, he did, but Marlos plays for Ukraine. That's worse. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, um, so some Everton players came out. Your boy uh, Richarlison and – Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry? I was like, he's been bleaching. Go ahead. Who? Marlos. <laughs> Probably got it from you. Um, okay. Richarlison and Luca Digne came out recently um, to speak about – how they would accept a gay teammate. Now, Caesar, I need you to prepare for this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, Yo, can you imagine? <laughs> no, they would never. No, they were sh- they were showing support on the during Liverpool uh, Pride, which is last Saturday. Um, and I guess they were wearing um, the rainbow um, captain's armbands in their last match too. Um, I remember one time when Cavani they put Cavani captain. They gave him the rainbow joint. I was like, look, Cavani, okay. Um, like, can you imagine if you'd be like, I'm not wearing that? <laughs> I'd be like, yo, dude, come on, man. <laughs> but he was probably like, proud. Oh, like, well, I'm, from, I'm from a Catholic farm. We don't accept that. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, your boy, Richardson, he said that 
I think football is becoming more inclusive, and so it should. The world has changed a lot. We can no longer live as people did 100 years ago. We're all the same. We should be treated this way. I don't think it would be a problem here or anywhere else if a player came out as gay. Mm. Everyone was, must be treated first with respect and equality. Um, Luca Digne also um, said that, basically saying like if a player came out he said we, we would react normally. We would not have any problem with this at all. Players are open. We talk about every subject. No, nobody would need to be shocked and everything would be okay. It yeah. is something which is normal. Um, I, th- I can't remember what episode we talked about, like where it would be worse, for, like the worst for a gay player. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I, I think it was when we talked about um, the Minnesota United guy who came out. I think it was that episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about where it would be the worst. Uh, I think we were saying, like, Italy and Spain. <laughs> Can you imagine in Italy? Oh, my God. That'd be horrible. <laughs> I wish I was black. <laughs> I'd be like, that's it? They just doing those chants? You lucky, dog. Damn. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> what if he was in Uganda? I'm joking. Oh God, he wouldn't make it on the pitch. But yeah, um, I like this isn't the first time a player, like a professional player, has come out and saying that they would be accepting of a gay uh, teammate. Um, I think in 2017, Paul Pogba was talking about that, and we had. I remember that. Yeah, that was like I think that was even before episode 30. We talked about that. I feel like that was like 17 or something like that. We talked about it. Um, but it was definitely like three years ago. We would talk. We talked about that topic. Paul Pogba was saying that it would be totally fine, and like him and everybody else would accept that player. <laughs> Excuse me. It's going to happen soon that a player will come out um, while while they're still playing. I would imagine um, it, it, it's a tough environment. Professional sports are very, like have a feature a lot of like toxic masculinity, but. Um, Especially different cultures in Europe and around the world. That's kind of tough. I, it's cute to do in Minnesota, but, you know, it's, it's different when you're playing, like, uh, these, some of these other countries that aren't so accepting of these values that America's more open to, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I could see a player in EPL coming out. Um, I can see his lo- I can see the locker room his back and teams too, but I just think that, like, I, I can't see some dude from, like, Little Grits doing that, you feel me? Or someone at Red Star Belgrade, you know what I mean? It might be a little different for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's going to be tough for them. They're going to get, like, I mean, basically every match, like, people are hurling abuse at players. So, like, yeah, I mean, even I've hurled abuse at players. Like, that's not even a big deal. Not, not, not like, homophobic abuse or, like, racial abuse. But, like, you're going to talk crap to players. But, oh, like... Yeah. People that have like less moral values. Than- yeah, I remember when you said a Gaza game. Now, <laughs> I didn't say it at the game. Please don't do that to me. Please don't do that to me. Um, you Caesar said about- it to that fullback at Galaxy. Caesar about to start snitching on our phone calls right now. Gee, no, you um, did say at the game. I'll never forget. <laughs> anyway, um, people with less values than us. Well, me because you're you're snitching, but they would definitely use that against that player um and that'd be tough 
but like it would be dope to see a player come out and still just like thug it out and be like yeah like yeah people say stuff to me on the pitch all the time like like we like fans and stuff say stuff to me all the time and like yeah they say stuff about the black players they say stuff about irish players like don't just care because it's me you know what i mean yeah now i remember when what's his name robbie what was the dude in galaxy robbie robbie came robbie rogers robbie rogers came out yeah he wrote the book and then apparently um alan gordon did a homophobic slur to him then they ended up being teammates so i don't really know what happened there but honestly i, I can't necessarily all the way remember that was a long time ago but I feel like that's the case. So it'll be probably more of an issue if it's like his own teammate was to be acting funny. But the dude from Minnesota United did say that like when he came out, all of his teammates accepted him and like it was yeah. totally funny. I wonder if he's still playing or not, but um I forgot his name. It wasn't Lee Harvey, was it? No, that's a fullback for for, for the Vancouver uh, Lee I forgot. Harvey? Yeah. It's <laughs> two throwbacks. <laughs> Harvey? I remember he he played for he played for he played for Vancouver but he's from Irvine. I'm gonna hang out on the spectrum, anyways. Dog, uh, that's such a throwback. Throwback. <laughs> Colin Martin, that's his name. Colin Martin. I definitely didn't remember that name at all. But um, Me okay. Well, uh, interesting. What? Um, he plays for the San Diego Loyal right now. He he plays arena oh. soccer, huh? Say what? He plays arena soccer, huh? Is this professional team? He plays arena soccer league, doesn't he? Doesn't <laughs> that the team Donovan make, Donovan uh, plays for? Landon Donovan. He he owns it. Is he it USL team? Is huh? He? Colin owns that team. No, no. Landon Donovan owns it. No, this no, team. No. Landon Donovan, the executive VP and the manager of this team. Yes. Donovan's playing a UPSL. I don't think he's playing. Landon Donovan's playing UPSL. He needs an intervention. This no, I think he's a. I think he's the manager. This dude. Holy moly! They got a dude from Mauritius on this team. From where? Mauritius. Where the hell's Mauritius? <laughs> hey, we got to download there. Don't play. No, where's Mauritius? <laughs> I'm not telling you. No, where's Mauritius, man? What the hell is Mauritius? I've been on this earth long enough to ask. Where Mauritius? How do you spell that? M R Mur? Is it is Mauritius? It, Marietta, California. Mur, Mur Murphy. It's an island, dude. Holy crap! Where is this at? It's an island. It's the Indian Ocean? It's a, it's part of Africa, but we got to download. How does this make it out and go to San Diego? <laughs> we got to download from there. They got airports? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. This is a fun Wikipedia. I'm excited, but I'm saving this. I'm bookmarking this Wikipedia for later. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good one. Portugal. I don't think they played a game yet. Um, Portugal colonized them. That's cool. Whoa. 1507. That's cool. I mean, not necessarily cool, but... Okay, it's the wrong terminology. I mean, it's just... It's cool in historical information. France got it. Cool what happened to the people of Marish, the Mauritians. Uh, France Martians. got it later. France got it after that. But anyway, episode 163, We Made a Podcast. I'm going to find a gully uh, picture of... Uh, what's his name? Kevin DeBrunier. 
and it's gonna the episode title is gonna be De Brunier Kevin. It's not a bad. It's it, it kind of makes sense what you said though. I actually agree with you. The, yeah, De Brunier. I mean, if your name can be De Brickishaw Ferguson, your name can definitely be De Brunier Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like and De Anthony and the, you know De, De Michael and De Marcus. Yeah, De Brunier. <laughs> I'm with you. I might name my kid De Brunier. First name. Ghost Ghostface De Brunier Souza. Definitely the first kid's name is Ghost. That's a, that's a lot. He's not worthy of that. That's too much. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Unless you want to call it Ghostface Souza. No, I do not want to call that episode. I want to call it De Brunier Kevin. All right. Um, episode. Huh? I'll say it all fair. Never mind. <laughs> episode 163 made a podcast. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you holler. Yeah.